What's up, everybody? Welcome to DFS. No pun intended right here on DSM Media. We're live, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, everywhere. Make sure you're hitting that share button, that retweet button. Obviously, following and subscribing on all those platforms as well. We greatly appreciate all of it and everybody's support as we continue to grow this brand and this show. As always, I am Phil Stifle. I got Jason Sullivan, as always, next to me and back again and and and, and kind of slowly becoming part of Team DSM. Hunter, you know, join us again tonight. Um, real quick before we get in, obviously, we are brought to you by Manscaped, as is every other podcast in the world. You know, he, he's rocking his Manscaped t-shirt right there. 20% off with promo code with promo code DSM. Get you 20% off and free shipping. Don't use the other promo codes. Use our promo code because you want to support us. You know, that's yeah. what you want to do. And also check out the DSM T Public T-shirt site. It's linked in the bios of the show. I'm going to get pictures by next week to show all the logos of all the shows that we do. The Fairway to Heaven show, this show. You know, trending for four quarters. We got logos up, shirts. Shirts support the brand more than anything. So anybody out there you know, that wants to support, right now they're running $13 t-shirts right now. So check it out, you know. You know, get yourself a, you know, let, 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 you know, I can't pull up the logo without taking all your faces off of there. But it's a pretty badass logo if I say so myself. You know, it'll look really good on a t-shirt. You know, Jason would love a Christmas <clears throat> present of a DFS right. or, or a Fairway <laughs> Heaven t-shirt. Absolutely. So anyway, guys, welcome to week seven of the NFL. Um, I don't know about you, Hunter, but me and Jason were talking earlier today. You know, it's been a rough couple weeks for me, but this week looks like it could be even rougher because there's a lot of (laughs) tough games to really break down this week. Yeah, you started off that sentence. I was hoping you were going to say it was rough, too, because I have I have the same feeling. I was hoping that you didn't say, man, this is an easy slate, because I don't know where I was <laughs> You're like, oh, missing there. But, um, yeah, it's very tough. Lots of uh, key decisions we have to make, especially at the top of the board. So, yeah, going to be yeah, a I'm, tough I'm one. interested in where, where we're going to go this week. Jason, are you on, pay, on Are you still on board, or have you, figured, have you figured the secret to this week out? No, I haven't figured it out. I feel like the top of the board's weird this week, like like Hunter kind of just uh, alluded to right there, because there's a lot of obviously good names. The prices aren't bad, but then the matchups you look at, and you're just like, these game totals are – I mean, I think there's only one game that's in the 50s this week, something like that, and it's the there's Lions two. game. The Lions two. game and the Chiefs game are in the 50s, okay. but that's yeah. it. You know, So, yeah, not a lot to choose from, and you're not getting anything. There's actually the only then. four games above 47 points in game total. That's insane. So, yeah. so what is the, the cause of it? Is it the, the fact that it's probably the busiest bye week? <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Most bye games or bye teams this week. You got a lot of injuries going on. Co- combination of all of it. Is it just some bad matchups? Like, what, what, what's the reason this week for these bad game totals, these bad matchups, and <clears throat> just overall confusion that we have this week? Uh, I think you bring up a good point. I think it's probably a combination of all of those. Um, I didn't really think about the injuries. I would have just assumed it's the uh, some of the buys and just kind of the luck of the draw, just you know having some bad matchups. But um, you never know with these games. I mean, it's the NFL. Some of these could easily hit fifty points plus that you know we don't see out of anywhere. But you're right. It definitely is a a week that's um, a little bit different because we've been seeing um, you know weeks that with totals that are in the you know mid fifties even so. Um, little interested to see how it all shakes out this week. You could see these totals go up, I think, too, as the week goes on. Obviously, it's, it's almost Friday. But 
I can see, you know, Vegas starting to realize that people are going to start hammering these overs a little bit in some of these games, especially a lot of good teams are playing really bad teams this week. Like Arizona's playing, I think, Houston, which is terrible. The Rams Actually, are I think Detroit. that's – you guys keep saying games that can go up. I think that game – that's only a 47.5 point, you know, game point total there. I think that's a game that can easily surpass 50. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys are on Shoot. board, but, I no, mean, I if, if, sure. if Arizona starts blowing them out and then they start playing that soft – you know, prevent defense that most defenses do play when they're up a lot. You know, yeah. Houston could put 20 points up on the board against the Cardinals, you know, you know and, and the Cardinals could still win by 20. You know what I mean? So there's there's a lot to really break down here with these games because what they're at now to where they might end up are two totally different things. So I don't know, Jason, do you want to go first? Just in case Jax interrupts you for a minute. Let's sure. get your yes. top theme of the week, you know, you know, you know, you know on which where, where you're looking at right now. So – my favorite stack of the week is actually my value stack, believe it or not, just because there's so much uncertainty at the top of the board. Um, my favorite game, I think, is Miami versus Atlanta. Yeah, of and course you'd go. I told you that was my favorite. I was going to go that anyway. Of course. You're but go I'm not going the same way. Listen, I'm not going the same way you are. I'm actually <laughs> going the two away. Poor Tua. Okay. I just feel so bad. Oh, wow. Um, and he played really well last week. He had 25 points, 329 passing yards last week. The guy played well. I mean, Miami just doesn't want him to be the quarterback, obviously. So, but I just feel like his stacking options are easy to decipher. I feel like compared to a lot of these guys, Jalen Waddle had ten catches last week on thirteen targets. I mean, mm-hmm. is he going to get twenty nine points every week? No, but if he's getting ten, you know, ten catches a week, that's mm-hmm. pretty solid. Obviously, he's just, he's Tua's favorite receiver. I like Gasecki too. Gasecki was targeted a lot more. Obviously, he has a good rapport with Tua. So I like stacking the two of those guys with Tua, and that leaves you with. 55-57 for the rest of your team. So I kind of like that as like a good building block, especially in a week where I think you need to pay up at running back. <clears throat> Look, I, all Eagles fans watching this show are going to laugh at me for <laughs> saying this, but one of my biggest value steals, because we, 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 we talked about this before, you know, it depends. Some weeks you want to pay up at wide receiver. Some weeks you want to pay up at running back, whatever. This is a week where I think you have to pay up at running back because yeah. there, there's really no value running backs to choose from this week. Um, well, there's a few, but not really, you know, any locks. This is the week where if you're going to, you're going to look at the bottom of the wide receiver barrel and hope to find somebody that's super cheap. that just gets three or four catches or catches a long touchdown or whatnot. And the Miami dolphins, you know, all Eagles fans are going to blast me for this, but Matt Collins, I mean, obviously Waddle is their number one wide receiver now, but Parker's out, you know, Fuller is out. Matt Collins got five targets last week, four catches for 61 yards. He is priced at the bare minimum 3K, okay? He obviously has a little bit of an opportunity to get some playing time. And the one thing I know of Matt Collins from his time in Philly is he is one fast mother, okay? And if anybody is going to, you know, if he's going to get five targets next this, this weekend, there's a really good chance that he can break one for 40, 50 yards. So one of my steals of the week is if you're going to play a heavier stack or if you're looking for value, Matt Collins at 3K. I'm not saying he's going to score a touchdown, but I'm saying there's a really strong chance that he can have the opportunity to get that big play. Yeah, you guys you even know who Matt Collins guys. is? Uh, no, I was just going to say that. No, I'm writing it down because I never even heard of the guy before. So. <laughs> he was kept on yeah, the Eagles honest. for multiple years because he was a really good special teams player. And he's actually the Dolphins special teams captain. Nice. So he, we traded him to the Dolphins. We finally got rid of him, whatever, last year. You know, he, he sticks around because he's a fast special teams guy. But the guy's got speed. He's got strong hands. 
All he's got to do is get behind, you know, one of those Falcons aren't the greatest defense. So he always got to do is get behind one of those cornerbacks. And as long as Tua hits him, he can go for a big catch. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to sneak in there that Matt Collins is my biggest value play of the week. I like he's that. got the highest ceiling, but he's also got the lowest score because he could go 0 for 0 for 0 for easily. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, Jason, I actually really like the, uh, especially on the Falcon side, uh, stacking with, starting with them. I love Matt Ryan this week, especially the price, like you said. Uh, he just really opens things up for you up top there and allows you to, um, you know, spend up a little bit. So I do like Matt Ryan. He's probably going to be in uh, my lineup here at the end. We'll see if we double up there, Jason. Um, we I do like I mean, Calvin... now, now I'm going to have to pick someone else because he was mine <laughs> first, but now you all are taking my guys. Uh, I mean, it's tough. He's as long as you really guys don't all take Matt Collins because I'm taking him in the team in the three-way there for sure. <laughs> all yours. Uh, he's – I don't know. I mean, he's not like a great quarterback. I mean, it's not like the Falcons are good by any means, but he's always in these garbage time situations where he can throw two to three touchdowns just out of nowhere. Um, I do like Calvin Ridley, you know, quite a bit. His price has just gone down um, quite a bit as well. I don't know if I would really take Pitts just because his price is, you know, at the range where you could get a, you know, a good running back, I guess, at that position, yeah. mm-hmm. um, especially for a couple hundred dollars more. So. Um, I do like Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley a lot, and you had great calls on Waddle and Gusecki, so I really don't have much else to say there. So I, I have two different stacks I wrote down for this game, or two like to to start my lineup. One leaves us with fifty one hundred left after it, and the other leaves us with sixty two hundred left afterwards. So first, I went Matt Ryan with Calvin Ridley, and uh, came back and, and and Cordell Patterson. I mean, the guy's actually putting up a lot of numbers this year for a running back wide receiver combo, whatever you want to call him. So Ryan Patterson, Ridley and Pitts. So I went all four of those guys and that left me with 5,100. And, 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 I, and I, I'm very confident in using that in any lineup that I build. But then I went to the value stack and I went Matt Ryan. I left Cordell Patterson in there. So, I, I mean, honestly, running backs are weak this week, in my opinion. And I think you can't get better value than Cordell Patterson this week. But then I went Matt Collins, obviously, which we've talked about, and also Russell Gage. So everybody's going to take Calvin Ridley. Now, Russell Gage hasn't played since week two. But in week two, he had seven targets, you know, five catches. So the guy has some form of a connection with Matt Ryan. So a little, another sneaky play here. If you go Ryan Patterson and then pivot to Gage instead of Ridley and you throw Matt Collins in there, now you got 6,200 to build at your lineup. You can go Darren Waller. You can go Travis Kelsey. You can go Tyree Kill. You can go – you could probably even make that lineup with Derrick Henry in it, even though he's, what, 92, 9,300? So if you feel confident in Ryan and Patterson, switching it up a little bit in some of your lineups, it gives you the opportunity to really put some big-time scores and studs in your lineup, almost that stars and scrub mentality. Yeah, I thought I Hunter brought up a really – oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I, I was just say I thought Hunter brought up a good point about uh, Kyle Pitts. Too is he? He's really only had one good game, and that was a game that Ridley didn't play. So I don't have a lot of faith in Kyle Pitts right now, especially his. He's getting priced up like you know yeah. that second tier of tight ends, and I'm not sure he's there just yet. So yeah, I probably say Kyle Pitts. You, you know, Jason, you know I go off of target trends, and his target trends have gone up. A couple of weeks ago against the Giants, he only had three targets, but since then he's had nine and ten targets. So his targets are going up, which means Matt Ryan is getting more comfortable with him in the offense. So, look, I, I'm not playing Pitts in yeah. 
most of my lineups, but I, I, I'm I'm just going to slightly disagree that I think that I think Pitts is priced maybe a smidge high because it's, he's still got some of that draft value that you know that that draft buzz coming off of him. But I still think he's a fair play. I don't think he's a great play. But if you're going to go heavy in this game, I don't think I think you could be worse than going with him. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I I don't have much else to say. I guess when I look at that, I just compare him to like guys like DeAndre Swift or uh, Hubbard, mm-hmm. who I think is 6100, and I just mm-hmm. think the chance that both of those guys hit 20 to 25 plus um, is a little higher than than Pitts, mm-hmm. of course. So um, I guess that's and, my and, and, like, and like Jason said, Jacecki, Jacecki's. Let me do my math here. Four, I think forty-three. $1,200 $1, cheaper. Yeah. So, you know, you can pivot that way easily and still get, you know, really good value there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the first time we've all agreed on a game, though. You know, me, Jason, <laughs> know. and whoever yeah. was the third person on this show. It's the first time we've all agreed on the first game we talked about there. That's all either right. really good or really bad. Well, well last out. week – well, actually, no, we all I, – I, it is really bad because last week, Brandon – or Brendan – and Jason and I all agreed that Washington was the team to stack. And Henneke was where you wanted to start, not Mahomes. And that Henneke stack really <laughs> stunk. And then coming back with Eckler in 18 of my 20 lineups was just such a bad yeah. idea. So we all agreed on both those things last week, and it did not work <laughs> out. Let's, no. hope we're, let's, let's hope we're on the right page this week. Yeah. All right, Hunter, next game that you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Gonna have to be the Rams Lions as bad as as bad as the Lions really are. It's you know first off it's a revenge game. Um, everyone keeps saying it's a revenge game for Stafford, of course, but I kind of like the reverse part of that where it's a revenge game for McVay going up against Jared Goff and just the idea of him trying to make him look almost as bad as possible. Yeah, um, it's kind of funny to me. Uh, I never we'll, thought we'll of that part of it. Just trying to embarrass him and all. I, I never thought of that. Yeah. Yes, and again, it is, like I said, definitely a Stafford revenge game, if you want to call it, I guess. Um, the, the one bad thing about it, of course, is the price of it. Um, you definitely would want to start with Stafford, and obviously you'd want to put Cup in there. Um, Woods would be a pretty good option as well. I could just really see this team hitting 30, 40 points total just um, you know, on the Rams side alone. Um, I love Henderson this week. Um, I think if you're not doing a Ram stack, I think you definitely want to consider Henderson in the running back spot. Um, and I do like running it back with DeAndre Swift on the other side. Uh, yeah, so, Scott, we're going both ways. We're saying Jarek Goff has a revenge game, but we're also saying Stafford and McVay have a revenge game to an extent because there's some revenge on both sides and there's some disagreements on both sides. Yeah. Um, so since he's gone, I want to ask a question because – you know, uh, and well, now he's back. So I, I think he can answer this better, Jason, being that you're in Detroit, you watch every Detroit Lions game. You know, I don't, I, I mean, it's got the second highest point total projected, 51 points. Um, but I put a big question mark next to it because the Lions defense, honestly, hasn't been awful this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stafford is going up against a Lions defense that has only once given up over 260 yards passing. And that was week one against San Francisco. Uh, they held Chicago, obviously Chicago. Anybody can hold Chicago to under 200 yards. Mm-hmm. But they're always in that 220 to 250 yards range of yards given up. So that, that's what I'm trying to justify. I, I had that question mark because can I put Stafford? And Stafford's burned me a few times this year. And so is Jared Goff a few times. And the, the Detroit defense isn't that bad. 
Am I am I wrong, Jason? Or no, you're not wrong. Um, the only thing is, I feel like McVay and Stafford are going to do everything they can to score a crap ton of points in this game. And I know a lot of people are really on uh, Daryl Henderson, including myself. Um, I love Daryl. It fits perfectly. Lions can't stop running backs at all. But I think right. if you want to be a little bit different, I think stacking the other guys might be the way to go. Like like Hunter mentioned, stacking Stafford with Cup and, and maybe even Woods. And then the Lions don't really have much to offer in this game, except for I do like St. Brown, the receiver. I feel like 4,100, he's got at least seven targets in three straight games. He's not going to score you 30 points. It's just not going to happen. But he's right. pretty much getting five or six catches a game. He hasn't really gotten the end zone yet. But if he does, and he, get, he puts up 15 points, I mean, that's a huge win at 4,100. Yes, yeah. that's who he's talking about, Scotty. Ramon yes. St. Brown. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ramon yeah. right, um, St. Brown. Like yeah, I said, no, I, I, yeah. I, I still, I, outside of Henderson, I really couldn't find somebody that was 100%. I mean, obviously, Cup is a yeah. stud. And if I'm stacking other games, I will have no problem coming back with Cup. But I, I'm just, I'm still, outside of Henderson, I'm really, I'm really stuck on this one, Hunter. Yeah, that's fair. It'd be more of a Stafford Cup play for me. Um, most of my lines would be like only Henderson from the Rams side. Um, right. Like I said, I do like DeAndre Swift a lot. Um, you know, watching from what little I've watched about, uh, you know, Jared Goff and especially on the lines this year, he is horrible, you know, when he's getting um, under pressure. And I think, you know, who knows that better than Sean McVay, of course. And what I said earlier, I, you know, I do think Sean McVay, it's not a big deal, but I do think he knows so much about Jared Goff. He knows, like, he can't handle pressure at all. I do think he's going to... Yeah really try and send it a lot on um, Goff. And that's just going to be a lot of check downs to DeAndre Swift. Um, probably coming in the later part of the game, of course, when it's uh, maybe a blowout. But like I said, I do like DeAndre Swift quite a bit, especially for the, the alliance. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go opposite. I'm going to disagree on that one. I, I just – I think we, – we talked about the some of these games could, could increase their game totals. This is a game I could see going on the under, honestly. You know, I'm just looking at the Rams defense right now. They've only given up more than 92 yards rushing once in the last four games. They've only given up more than 250, 260 passing yards once all year to Tampa Bay. So this Rams defense is playing great. Swift, I mean, obviously they don't give up 100-yard rushers, so I can't I can't buy that. And Jared Goff has burned me enough times where I just won't I won't I won't I won't trust that, especially against a you know a good defense and all. Problem you is know, with Swift though is he's not really they're not, they're not really using him to rush the ball that much. I think he's averaging right, thirteen yeah. rushes a game. It's more in the passing game, which could actually play huge in this game. I mean, if he gets seven Great catches, point. obviously they're all going to be dinking and dunking down the field. Right, Goff doesn't really stretch the field at all. So if he gets seven catches, fifteen rushes, I mean, he he's only sixty three hundred. That's I feel like that's a good price. He's he's been getting seven, six, six, and seven targets the last yeah, four weeks. Solid. DeAndre Swift. So that, that's really good in in DraftKings because they count those you know catches point per reception. So that's good. I just think this is going to be a Stafford game. I, I just have a gut feeling that they're yeah. going to come out. And it's going to be like a four well, or five Cup, touchdown. Cup is my game. main wide receiver on my fantasy team. So if that's if if that that's okay, I can continue yeah. going. I'm five <laughs> and one in that. I'm going up against the only undefeated guy in our DF or DSM league. He's not part of DSM anymore. But he's undefeated. I'm in second place, so we got to win. Aren't, aren't you supposed to just donate Scary Terry to me this week? Yeah, you can have him. Yeah, I, I, for I the record, give my, yeah, I'll give record, you Michael Gallup, who's on IR for him right now. So I was can just say, for the record, you can come to my house for dinner anytime too. But yeah, that's neither hey, here nor there. Hey, I appreciate it. You can come to my house for dinner too. <laughs> All right, next game. Let Let's talk about the highest game total point game total at this point. Right now, it's the Chiefs Titans game. 
58 points is the over-under on that game. And, again, I, I said it before the show, and I said it at the beginning of the show, I'm really not sure where to go this week with games in general. You know, you see, if you do a Mahomes stack, you know, that game's going to be high. The Titans are coming off a huge win over the Bills. You know, maybe they have a little bit of a letdown. I don't know. Should, should we be, be looking at this game more or just because it's going to be so highly owned and so highly built from, stay away from it? Hunter? I think um, this game and the uh, Texan Cardinals, especially on the Cardinals side, I think those two, they're very popular, like um, like high scoring, I guess. But I do think they could be a little overlooked just because they're so expensive almost every piece, especially in the, the uh, Chiefs and uh, Titans game. Um, I think, like I said, if it goes overlooked, I'd definitely try to go to, you know, start building there, especially, especially with the uh, Chiefs side. I mean, you could probably list off five guys that are completely loaded for both teams. Um, sorry, on each side there. So, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, and then um, Brown and Derrick Henry. Right. I think the main question we have to really ask this week, of course, is are we going to play Derrick Henry or are we going to try and um, – you said earlier you want to spend up at running back. What's your, you know, decision on Derrick Henry this week? Um, I'm going to use Derrick Henry at some point. Will he be in a majority of my lineups like Eckler was last week? Maybe I learned. I, 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 I've i never felt so disappointed in a theory of it's okay to use one guy mm-hmm. in such a high percentage of lineups. You know, I, I do it in golf all the time, and I do it in football all the time. But now last week, Eckler just burned me so bad as the highest-priced running back last week that now I'm kind of second-guessing it. Now, a guy at Derrick Henry's price, I mean, Eckler I think was like at 7800 last week, mm-hmm. you know, that was the highest running back last week. You know, Derrick Henry at 9,200, it's going to be almost impossible to fit him in a large quantity of lineups, in my opinion, at that price. But, you know, he's. it doesn't matter what the defense is. Who's playing defense? Derrick Henry's going to run the ball. And, and if you follow Derrick Henry's career, it's been multiple years in a row. He only gets better as the season goes on. He, he He's at his best yeah. in December after 300 rushes. So I don't worry about Derrick Henry at all. If you're playing Derrick Henry, I think you can get your value out of him. It's just how many times do you play him and how many times are you going to pay down everywhere? I'm going to have to use Matt Collins in every lineup that I use (laughs) Derrick Henry in, which is is not a good idea. What do you guys think about using the Tennessee side of that stack? It's another thing. I'm I'm still – I have more question marks coming into this show than I do – Ever before, so because I really have no idea. T- Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill, yeah, I mean he's pretty cheap. AJ Brown is it, the reason that stuck out to me was AJ Brown. Him being at sixty three hundred, yeah. I mean he was what did he have like ninety five yards last week? He, I mean he came close to hundred yards, seven catches. I mean I feel like sixty three hundred is way too cheap for him. Yeah, yeah. AJ Brown. I, as long as he's healthy enough to play, you know, yeah. AJ Brown's a solid play. I, I think it's almost like you take some Chiefs. And then you run it back with one Titan, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, Tannehill, can, can you really feel confident? I know he's only 6,400, but I mean, he's only scored over 18 points once in the entire year in DraftKings. Last two weeks, he's been under 14 points each week. And they put up 71 points the last two weeks combined, and he doesn't even have 28 points total. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. I don't think you can feel confident using Ryan Tannehill as, yeah. as your quarterback in a lineup. You just can't. You just have to pick and choose – Throw, use another stack and throw Derrick Henry in. Use another stack, throw AJ Brown in. That that's pretty much all I'm at with Tennessee. 
They're a great team. Yeah. They're just not a great fantasy team. I agree. We kind of talked about it at the beginning of the show why this week is so tough. Um, there's just not a lot of value down, you know, at the cheaper running backs that we've been seeing in the last few weeks, you know. Um, that's kind of why, you know, makes these decisions up top with Derrick Henry. You know, he's going to have to hit 30, 35, plus, you know, points plus yeah. for him to really pay off his price, and which he can, you know, obviously do. He's Derrick Henry. But um, that's why, again, we, we said it's so tough this week. There's just not a lot of value that stands out as a solid lock, I guess. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, well, I, I want to talk about that because there is one person. I mean, <clears throat> again, excuse me, guys. Um, one game, you know, the Eagles game versus the Raiders in Las Vegas. It's right there tied for third point total, 48 and a half. And I'm going to start with, before we talk about the stack of the lineup, I want to talk about Miles Sanders. I feel like we've talked about Miles Sanders a bunch of times on this show because obviously he's a guy that's well underutilized, but his price now – has finally caught up to how he's been underutilized. He is now down to 5,100 as a running back. He started the season at 6,900 as his price. He's down to 5,100. The Raiders, another bad rushing defense. They finally ran the ball with Miles Sanders last week in the second half against the best run defense in the league, Tampa Bay. And he had eight carries in the second half for like 50 yards. He had nine carries for the game, like 55 yards. And for the first time... Nick Sirianni, the coach of the Eagles, has finally said repeatedly, we are going to have to find a way to run the ball more with Miles Sanders. Will it translate? I don't know. But I think at 5,100 against the Raiders' defense, which is pretty weak against the run, I think they're 26 against the run. I think at 5,100, that's one spot where you can actually pay down at running back. I don't want to say you feel confident at it, but you can't feel awful about it maybe. I I don't know. Am Am I – just reaching as an Eagles fan here? No, actually, I was going to ask you that question as an owner of Miles Sanders in one of my fantasy leagues. Uh, been a little bit, you know, nervous playing him recently. Um, I actually want to get your so. opinion. So, yeah, you know, he, like you said, they started feeding him in the second half, and it actually mm-hmm. opened up the offense quite a bit for you guys. So, and he's um, obviously a good right. I mean, he averaged six point two yards per carry last week against the the Tampa Bay. So, you know. The, the guy can run against any defense. And when you have a bad defense, you like the Raiders, you, sh- you should obviously think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. There are some cheap running backs, I think, that are some <clears throat> solid options. Like you said, Miles Sanders. I think McKissick could be decent. There's just no one that you feel like. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the list. <laughs> exactly. Like Kenny Drake, um, Stevenson, yeah. Jamal Williams, even. Like they're all guys that could, you know, hit right. that 15 point total or mm-hmm. so, but I, they're all, they all make me a little nervous, I guess. So you know uh, Sanders, uh, Sanders oh. is a good play. I feel like if you're going to do like a chief stack or something where you're going to need to pay down and running back a little bit, I mean, you put those chiefs guys in there with Miles Sanders, Sanders puts up 15 points. You're going to be sitting yeah. pretty. So I was good. I have one other value running back, but let's stay on that game because I built two stacks with this game. One with Carr as the quarterback and one with Hertz as the quarterback. Hertz is obviously a really good quality yeah fantasy quarterback there, there's a million questions whether he's a good nfl quarterback mm-hmm. but he obviously puts up the fantasy stats he's got the rushing numbers as well you know and, and, and when we're behind he gets a lot of garbage time as well top um, five you know he's a top five fantasy quarterback right now i said before the season started that he could finish as a top five quarterback yeah you know he's, I, I, he's only been more interesting than that he's only been out of the top 10 once yeah i mean so yeah I mean, he's, he's a stud. solid 
He's a stud when it comes to fantasy. Yeah. We shouldn't say he's a stud. He's a stud no. when it In comes fantasy. to fantasy yes. for sure. Yeah. And, and he's priced like it. He's 6,900 compared yeah. to Dark Carr, who's only 6K. So let's see. Jalen Hurts here. 26, 23, 31, 25, 21, 28. I mean, the guy scores. Solid. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. solid for, for a 2-4 yeah. and four team. That's really solid right there. Yeah. So the Hurts stack, I went Hurts and Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith is obviously his number one target. He loves throwing on the ball. We yep. knew that coming into the season. And then I went Hunter Renfro, who are weak. We have, we have you know Darius Slay. We have Steven Nelson. Avante Maddox, our slot cornerback, is the weakest part of our defense. Hunter Renfro in that slot, he can easily see eight, nine targets this week. Um, easily get seven or eight catches, 100 yards against you know our middle of our defense, which is where our weak points are. And, and, and Hunter Renfro has had a really good solid trend for the most part this season in targets. And then I came back with Darren Waller because our linebackers are absolutely trash. You know, Darren Waller, I think, could probably finish at the number one tight end this week, you know, when it's all said Ooh, and done. I like it. Um, that leaves you with 52.40. Not a bad price, a pretty fair price to be left with. Then I went the other way, and you guys tell me which, one, which way you like better. I went Derek Carr with Henry Ruggs, who's averaging 22 and a half yards per catch. You know, easily a guy that can get behind our defense. Our safeties don't really help our cornerbacks out much. You know, get a big bomb there. Then I went Miles Sanders, and I went Dallas Goddard. And Dallas Goddard is now the number one guy. Zach Ertz is gone. This is his moment to shine. So that leaves if you go Carr, Ruggs, Sanders, Goddard, it leaves you with 57.60 to build the rest of your lineup. That's a lot of money left on the Mm -hmm. table there. So knowing what's left on the table, are you going to go with the Hurt stack or the Carr stack? I think I like the Hurts stack mainly because of Hurts. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it just, I don't and 50 know. 5240 <laughs> is still a really good price to have yeah. left for the rest of your team. I was going to actually ask you about Goddard. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on him? I do like him in a stack with um, Hurts, like you said, as the number one tight end. And it did seem like today, I think they said he, he will be active, right? Yeah, he was cleared. He practiced today. He cleared COVID protocols. He practiced today. He's practicing tomorrow. Okay. Um, Goddard, the question with Goddard isn't the talent. Dallas Goddard has every ability to be Darren Waller, to be Travis Kelsey. He's basically Travis Kelsey with wide receiver – well, not wide receiver speed, but closer to wide receiver speed. Um, Problem is he just doesn't stay healthy. Whether it's COVID this year, injuries in his first two years, the the number one key to the NFL is availability, and he's not available all the time. He's ten times the talent that Zach Ertz was, but Zach Ertz was healthy his whole career. So that and that's why Zach Ertz was what he was. So now that Zach Ertz is gone, this is he, he him and him and Howie Roseman could not come to an agreement on a contract. The next ten weeks is figuring out whether Dallas Goddard's going to get that big money contract or not. So, yeah, I, I I could go if you want to start with Hertz. I can go so many different directions with this game. I think I think it's a think, good stackable game. I, that's what I was going to say. I think it's it could sneakily be you know the game to actually target. My problem with it is finding, you know, the, the right pieces of the puzzle here. Because um, yeah. on both sides, I really don't know. I mean, it could be Quez Watkins for all I know. Right. You know, yeah, that's I now. So I've been burned too many times. And that, that's yeah. why I'm staying away from the Hardman Pringle decision with the Kansas City. I'm trying yeah. to stay away from the regular Watkins decision as well. Because one week or the other, one of them is going to have a big play, but yeah. neither both of them. And never, you have no idea which one. It yep. should be Quez Watkins every week. He's more talented than Jalen Rager at this point, more successful. But Jalen Rager's third on the team in targets. 
he's like seventh in receptions, but he's third in targets. So you just don't know where the ball is going to go there. So if you're going to go Hurts and anybody else, it's Smith and Goddard. And, yeah. and you avoid the cheap plays and you look cheap plays elsewhere, you know, in the league because you know Smith is going to get the ball, you know, so. I like that. You might yeah. be selling me. I, I can easily see this game well exceeding the 51 point total. I, I could see, or the 48 point total. I could see this yeah. in the 50s easily, the game total. I, I mean, 55, 57, somewhere in that range. I could see people avoiding it too, just because it's hard picking, you know, those decisions. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. What, what, what other games do we want to talk? I mean, I've got other games to talk about, but I want to know if you guys have any other games to talk about real quick. Jason, you got anything? Yeah. I think the Baltimore Cincinnati game is interesting. Um, Lamar didn't have a very good game last week for his standards, but 7,400, I feel like is a good price for him. And I mean, he's averaging 26 points a game. It's not like he's, he's not a slouch. He's also had at least seven rushing attempts in every single game, which that's how it's going to get done. I think he's averaging like 60 rushing yards a game or something crazy. I feel like stacking him with Brown at 5,800 and coming back with Jamar Chase on the other side, that still leaves you with 5,100 per player in your lineup. So I like that stack a lot. I also think you can make an argument for the other side, you know, stacking Burrow and, and Chase. Yeah. I, I love I love this game. Problem is, like the point total just isn't there. Everyone yeah. just thinks of this being a low scoring game. But I, I just wrote I wrote down two stacks with question marks on it because I love going Burrow and Chase coming back with Andrews or throwing uh, Joe Mixon in there and Lamar. So I got a Lamar Andrews Chase, which I'm trying. You you were talking there. I was trying to listen to what you said. I, I got a sneaky play here. I got I got to pull up his numbers here mm-hmm. so I can pull up my trends. You know because there's not much of a trend here, but. Bateman played only one game last week and already got six targets. Sammy yeah. Watkins yeah. obviously already hurt and already yeah. not playing much anymore. Bateman is a sneaky play. If if he yeah. just came into a game, first game in his, in his career, and he got six targets right off the bat, I know he only had 29 yards receiving, but that means there's an instant chemistry and an instant connection with Lamar Jackson's confident going to him right away. He's only 3,400. He fits good, too, for what they're trying to do. I mean, they have the downfield threats. They just don't have that over-the-middle guy. And he's kind of that guy, that big receiver. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. I don't mind that call. He can easily get – if you're going to if you're gonna see him progress up, which he may not. He may drop down this week. Who knows? But if you're going to follow a positive trend, if he had six targets in his first game, the trend would be six to eight to nine targets this week. Might might be a possibility. Um, so, if you're looking to save money – I, I love Bateman this week. I went Lamar, Bateman, Andrews, and threw Chase in there. Still leaves you at 5,400. A lot of money left on the table. I don't yeah. know. I, I sneakily love this game, but the yeah, game total is what's scaring me away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm with you. I think Lamar will be probably the chalky quarterback is my, is my guess. Yeah. I, I also want to say I really feel Jamar Chase is underpriced at 6,200. Yep. I mean, the guy's becoming a stud in the NFL right right off the bat. And, you know, he was spent a lot of time in the 5K. This is the first – well, last week he was 6,700, and they dropped him to 62. He still had 97 yards last week. Yeah. So yeah. 6,200 for him, I think it's severely underpriced. And that's not like a – you don't think a 6,200 is a value play, but I almost feel as Jamar Chase at 6,200 is a value play. Yeah. I haven't been playing him much because I keep – Waiting for I the try to find a way to get him in off. every week, at least one or two lineups. <laughs> yeah. My I'm, question is, if you're if you're comparing him to, say, DeAndre Hopkins, like he's been more productive than DeAndre Hopkins, and he's yeah. what 
$1,300 cheaper or something like that. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I said from the beginning that uh, Devontae Smith was going to be the number one wide receiver out of this class. I may be wrong because Jamar Chase is proving why he was the first wide receiver yeah, off the board. I mean, yep. instantly came in, no hesitation. De- Devontae Smith, some issues, you know, some chemistry, you know, whatever it is. But yeah, no, I, li- I like that. All right. So I got one other game. Well, I got two other games in the card. I want to go back to that Cardinals Texans team for a minute. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it's it's in the top, what, one, two, three, four, five, top five, six in game point totals. The Texans obviously have one of the worst defenses, you know, in the league. Um, do we like that game? Every time I seem to to stack Kyle Mur- Kyler Murray, he seems to have an off game that week. Um, you know, obviously, they're, they're going to put up a boatload of points against Houston, right? Yeah, I agree. And it's, you know, that same revenge game narrative for uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, mm-hmm. I don't it, it just makes me a little bit nervous, I guess, um, playing Hopkins. He's so expensive. I uh, do think you could pair, you know, Kyler Murray with Ert and uh, maybe even Rondell Moore, for example, or Chris Kirk. Um, then you still have quite a bit of savings to go around. Um, that could be a good option because Kyler alone can, I mean, get there himself with his running. Um, I think we'll see. I don't know. Do you think Ertz will be used much right away? You know, it's only been a few days, yeah. I guess. It, that's tough to tell. I mean, Zach Ertz is still a veteran. He's still a guy that's been in the league and one of the best tight ends in the last 10 years. Um, he'll get used. Will he get used heavily? I, I'm, I'm just not sure. But were they really using their tight end that much? What was his name? Williams that got hurt and out for the year. I mean, they weren't really using him yeah. 10 targets a game or anything like that. Yeah. I'm staying away from Zach Ertz this week. Just to, I, it, it might be the wrong call, but I mean, I just want I just want to see before I before yeah. I use him. That'll you won't lose if he if he alone yeah. goes off. Right, right, exactly. Um, so just Brandon so you know, Cooks Max Williams, like, the guy that was the, the the tight end that got hurt, he was their leading tight end. His targets throughout this year so inconsistent. Week one, one target. Week two, seven. Then three. Then five. Then one. So it's not like the tight end is a huge part of their game plan, in my opinion. Yeah. Anything in this game, Jason, you like or don't like? I'm probably going to stay away from this game, to be honest with you, just because I don't think it's going to be much of a game at all. And I think – I don't know. Kyler, his floor is obviously very high. Like his floor is probably like 22, 23. He just hasn't had that huge game recently. So no. I'm probably staying away from this one. So I, I, I do have one – well, I have two narratives in this game that I want to talk about for like a second. And I'm just looking at Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray's got two 30-point games in the beginning of the year, but since then it's been 22, 22, 13, and 25. So he's just been playing fantasy-wise an average quarterback. Right. So another guy, just like Jamar Chase, I think is underpriced. I still think Brandon Cooks is underpriced. Yes. He's only six grand. The guy still gets a boatload. He had 13 targets last week. Yeah. You know, I know he only had 89 yards on nine catches. I know he's not, you know, stretching the field for these huge bombs every week. He's only got one touchdown catch on the year. You got to think he gets a couple more touchdowns this For year. Sure. You know, 6K is not a bad price. Let me tell you something. David Mills, has is, he's not a good quarterback. You know, obviously. This might be his last week to show. They're saying that Tyroy Taylor might be back next week. This might be his last opportunity to showcase what he's capable of. Well, two weeks ago against New England, David Mills put up 300 yards. You know, he put up 27 fantasy points a couple weeks ago. You know, I'm not saying play Davis Mills. No. But I'm saying there is a thread there where maybe Brandon Cooks is worth that 6K price tag. Yep. Thoughts? I agree with you. 
I like that a lot. I think he I saw him at like thirty percent target share for the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you um, would think that that high of a target share would mean you you get double covered, but he seems to still be getting open and getting the catches. Yeah. I think this game will either be a massive blowout from the Cardinals, or they'll actually, you know, it'll be one of those Cardinals games where they're, you know, still letting them stay in it late, yeah. and then they pull away. But it's probably going to be the uh, the first side there. I love the over under lines this week so much more than the betting lines this week because this is a game forty seven and a half. I can easily see this being in the mid fifties, if not upper yeah. fifty. I can easily yeah. see a score of like forty one twenty. Cardinals just blow them out. You know, Davis Mills gets a couple late scores, you know, in prevent defense, you know, and I, I, I mean, it's hard to score 60 points total in yeah. an NFL game, but this is a game where it could potentially get to that point. Yeah, all right. Really. You guys ready to build some lineups? Let's do it. I'm excited yep. Because you guys already said you're stealing all my Falcons and Dolphins players. So, Can we just say, I finally got one last week. For yeah, the you first did. Time. So I've won once, you've won once. And the guests have won the other 947.3 <laughs> matchups that we've played here. All right, let me get my share screen up here, Hunter. Guests always get to go first, which is such right. a bad rule because then I lose out on all the guys <laughs> I want to play. True. Oh, man, I tell you guys, I'd spend way too much time trying to figure this out going into the show. <laughs> oh, did you? Because I've done so no work for this whatsoever. Let me take the Arizona game off the screen here. All right. All right, where are you going to start with here? Are you going to start with quarterback? Where are you going to go? Yeah, uh, you can take my, my Matty Ice quarterback here. Matty Ice. Ice. Stealing it. Yeah. Can we just talk about how that's the least deserving nickname of all time? Matty yeah, Ice. Yeah. For a guy that sucks. Yeah. He's a Philly guy. <laughs> He's from the Philadelphia area. I'm with you. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm not playing any other Rams, so I'm going to play Henderson. not doing the Rams stack, so going with okay. Henderson. And, uh, you know, this is a big – Gut call, especially going against you, Phil. I'm going with uh, DeAndre Swift here in the run, other running back okay. spot. We'll see. All right, all right. We'll see how it goes. I can see that um, working. So I'm not, I'm not going with um, Derrick Henry here. I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. We didn't really talk about him too much. I could just see this as a game that he's just torching yeah. the uh, the Washington defense. Okay. Um, probably we didn't not even the, talk about that game. I mean, that is up there at 48 and a half points, you know. Yeah, probably not the safest cash game move that I'm pulling here, but um, I don't know. It just kind of fit my build. I'm going to go with Calvin Ridley next to match him up with Matt Ryan. Okay. Um, I like Tyler Boyd next uh, <clears throat> for Bengals. Um, Baltimore gives up quite a bit to slot receivers, so I do like Tyler Boyd quite a bit. Let's see. His um, targets kind of come down a little bit, but he's still a really, really good play for the most part. Yeah. Him and- I think his price has come down because of his targets going down as well. Yep. Him and Higgins are both pretty under – I mean, again, it's always yeah. one of those three that's going off. If you just got to get it right, right of course. Yeah. Um, so you got 3,800 left. You got your tight end, your flex, and your defense. So, looks like Gronk is going to be doubtful, and O.J. Howard likely might not play. If that's the case, I definitely want Cameron Bray at 3,300. Oh, I like it. Okay. Nice. Yeah, Would love to play. see him get into the end zone. Okay. And then uh, I like Dar- – or uh, yeah, Daryl Williams for the Chiefs. Okay. Got to get a piece of that game, especially if I'm not going with Derrick Henry. Um, okay. That's a little contrarian. Again, not the safest cash game build here. But uh, then I'm going to go with the Jets down at the bottom. Um, okay. Just yeah. the Jets' defense isn't horrible, and Mac Jones definitely – I mean, he's one of the better rookie quarterbacks, but he could still have quite a few turnovers in the game. So that alone could pay off for him. So 
No, I like this. The only, the only, the only part of it that I'm, 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 I'm questioning would be the DeAndre Swift part because I just the Rams' <laughs> rush defense is really good. But outside yeah. of that, you know, I, I think this is a really strong, solid build right here. Yeah, you know, Jason said. I mean, you got Henderson. You've got value all over. You throw Devontae Adams in there. You got the Ridley Ryan stack, which is fantastic. Um, and I do like Williams this week. You know, in Kansas City, I did try to do a Kansas City stack. And I did use him in it with Mahomes and Kelsey. So, you know, I think I think they're really smart plays right there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Do you have that written down? Uh, Yeah, I got it in my my bill. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) Jason, do you want to go next? Oh, you're going next. Oh, I'm going to go next. All right. (laughs) Winner goes last. All right. Man, man, I don't know which way to go. I've only got to do this once. Davis Mills is my stack? Nah, (laughs) I don't think so. Now, we're going to go to the Eagles game for my stack for sure here. I just have to decide which way I'm going to go. Do we go with the car or the Hurts? We're going to go Jalen Hurts. We're going to go Miles Sanders. Okay. We're going to go Darren Waller. Okay. Do we go Smith or Ruggs or Renfro here? We're going to go Devontae Smith. All right. So we're going to go with a heavy eagle stack. That's where we're going to start with here. Now I got to play around. I didn't do any prep for this. So, you know. We, we, we got to figure this out. We're going to go defense next so I can see where I'm at financially here after I pick one of these rock-bottom defenses. Where? Man, I hate to go to the Jets. That's kind of the defense I would want to go with there. But we'll go to the Giants, the other New York team, against Carolina. All right, so I got 5,800. All right, we're going to throw Matt Collins in there. I, I can't talk about Matt Collins all, game, all night and not throw him in my lineup. <laughs> Jamar Chase after that, okay? Now I got 7,100 for running back and flex. Let's see where I'm at here. I love, love. Oh, no, we got to get Crudell Patterson in there. Absolutely. I like him this week. And 7,900. Do we go Aaron Jones? Do I dare put two tight ends in my flex? Yeah, I think we're going to go with that. We're going we're to go completely off the reservation and play two tight ends. Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey this week. So there we go. We're going with the, the, the we're, we're getting a lot of my favorite players in this week. We're getting Chase in, Waller in, Patterson this week. You know, we're we're we're, we're going to make this work here, and I'm going to finish in last place again, probably. <laughs> you love my confidence, Jason. I do. I'm always <laughs> so confident, and I I, I'm having trouble getting my phone to turn on here. There we go. I like it. All right, like I'm I said, ready I think to go. You, you convinced me on Miles Sanders. Um, yeah. We'll see I, I I think this is the week. This is the yeah. week where Miles Sanders finally has some – I'm not saying he's going to go off and put up 25 fantasy points this week, but yeah. this is the week where his usage rate goes up. Yeah. We'll see what it translates to. Jason, where are you at? Listen, I'm building from the bottom up. Okay, uh, so quite defense literally. first. I'm going to start with the Eagles. <laughs> Eagles defense? Okay, I think that's yeah, actually – like the Eagles defense is not awful. I mean, fantasy-wise. They get interceptions. No. They get sacks. That's you know. They just give up building, forty points. Building, building from the strength at the beginning. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Tua stack. So I'm stacking okay, Tua. Tua. Hold on one second here, Tua. Right. Oh man, there we go, Tua. Oh, he's not even on the board anymore. No, Tua. Go. As long as he plays, Tua's my quarterback. Yeah, as long as he doesn't get you know canceled <laughs> and sent to Houston yeah. or Denver or somewhere else. I'm gonna stack him with Waddle and Gasecki. I, I do like that. I'm going to have to play that in one lineup, honestly. Yeah. Nope, that's GE. There we go. All right. 
All right, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Henderson to a running back. Okay. I'm glad I didn't go. I was gonna go Henderson, but I'm glad I didn't. I gotta make a decision now. I'm gonna go. I am gonna go Aaron Jones. Gonna be my other running back. I do. I that, we we really didn't spend much time talking about that. Remember, after this, I want to bring up Aaron Jones after you're done building your lineups. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Darnell Mooney at wide receiver. Oh man, you're bringing up all these guys that are on my value list that I haven't even talked about here yet. I like it. Which way do I want to go here? Um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, sixty-six hundred. You got a wide receiver and a flex. I'm gonna go DJ Moore. Love DJ Moore. Probably one of the underrated wide receivers this year so far in fantasy. Mm -hmm. I mean, his price is starting to feel it, but you know. And then I'm gonna go Cooks. He's gonna be my flex. There you go. Listening to me with the Brandon Cooks move there. All right. So here's your lineup. You got the two a stack. Got Henderson, Jones, Waddle, Mooney, Moore, Jacecki, and Cooks in the Eagles. All right. I like that. I can yeah. see that. All right. So I want, I, want, I want to bring up a point real quick with the whole you – Yeah, know, I was trying to find you – know, I told you guys there's no value at running back. And I was trying so hard to find value at running back. And you brought up Aaron Jones. So I brought up A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon had 11 rushes for 59 yards last week. He is that potentially at a time, you know, a goal line, you know, might get a touchdown occasionally, you know, on a short yardage touchdown running back. Is there any way that we start to see that? You The last three weeks, 15, 8, and 11 rushes. He's also got seven targets the last couple of weeks in the passing game. Is there any way that we're starting to see Green Bay go to a two-headed running back format and that A.J. Dillon might be at 4,900? I'm not saying a regular play, but may at some point be a play that, you know, he's going to get another touchdown in the next couple of weeks. You know, when you pick that, you don't know. Washington's a bad defense. Maybe he gets some extra touches late in the game. I don't know. Thoughts on A.J. Dillon and, you know, and and uh, Aaron Jones there. I, I do like A.J. Dillon quite a bit. He's such a different back compared to Aaron Jones. That's why I'm so surprised that, you know, he's getting as many touches and they're actually using him a little bit in the receiving game, I think. Um, it's just surprising to me. I actually, again, as a Packers fan, I'm surprised. I thought that they would use Aaron Jones or Aaron Jones more just because I think he mm-hmm. is such, you know, such a more of a talented back. But uh, um, yeah, I, I mean, I really can't hate on that. Like production really doesn't lie. So um, at yeah, the 11 rushes to Aaron Jones having 13 rushes last week. That's yeah, that's almost fifty fifty right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the best point, point too. I think when you you bring it up the fact that he's getting targets, that's the mm-hmm. weirdest part to me because Aaron Jones is so good out of the backfield. It's like it's just strange to me that they're throwing the ball to Dylan. So I don't know if you can play him just yet, but I could see you know maybe the GBP. You got like to keep on contest. your mind, right? Yeah, for sure. And like it, a big it, contest so, for sure. Hunter, as a Packers fan, have they locked up Aaron Jones long term yet? I know that was something that was talked about. I don't know if it ever happened or not. Yes, I think it happened earlier this offseason. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I know it was a discussion. Yeah. I didn't know if they actually figured it out. So I was going to say, maybe they're grooming Dylan to take over. But if they did lock him up, then maybe not. Then maybe Dylan is the guy that goes elsewhere um, in the offseason and all. But, yeah, no, it's just something I was talking about. And I love your – so I actually looked at my my wide receiver list here. I have actually talked about him all but Mooney. I love Mooney at 4,600 this week. Yep. His targets, this you know, trend – you know, seven, eight, five, eight. I mean, the guy's getting looks every single week, and he only has one touchdown catch so far this year. Yeah. So I love looking for the guys that are going to score four or five touchdowns but only have zero or one because you know they're going to get one eventually. So mm-hmm. I think Mooney's another good 
you know, I got moved. Well, and and him only having him only having one touchdown isn't on him. I mean, their quarterback yeah, play has been yeah. god awful. The whole team's been god awful. Yeah, you know, offensively, yeah. obviously. But yeah, no, I do like Mooney this week as well. Yeah, I like that. Good call. All right, I don't know about you guys. I think we've covered every single name on my <laughs> list here um, so far. But I don't know if you guys got anybody else you want to touch on. You know, no. we only hit fifty four minutes tonight. You know, <laughs> we, we breezed through the episode tonight. <laughs> I think we're I, you got yeah, everyone yeah, on my yeah, list here. Right. So I'm, uh, I'm just gonna say I went three and zero on my picks last week. It's the second time this year I've gone three and zero on my locks. I know I've had nice. some own threes as well mixed in there, but we won't talk about the own. <laughs> we threes. don't talk about those. No, 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 we're not gonna talk. But stay tuned on Twitter because I don't have my picks made yet for the week. Um, but I have a feeling that this week is gonna be heavy, heavy on the over unders and not the lines because I just think there's a lot of mispriced games on the over-under lines this week. That's just my opinion. I know, Hunter, you're not much under the betting, but you know, I think there's a lot of games that can go into the 50s, and having only two so far, I think that's that's something right there to think about. Yeah, agreed. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Jason can go put Jax to bed. Hunter can get back to whatever Hunter does, grading some papers <laughs> or whatever a teacher does. Yeah, he can get late back at night. Things. This yeah. is DFS, no punt intended, here on DSM Media. We are brought to you by Manscaped. Again, your wives, your women will thank you along with your balls. So make sure you use DSM at <laughs> checkout. That's right. It's the truth. <laughs> that is the that is the tagline. Your balls will thank you and your women, you know, in your lives. Um, use DSM at checkout. Get you 20% off and free shipping. And also make sure you check out T Public. Midnight is when the 35% off sale, all DSF or DSM logos and shirts we got a couple eagles designs on there are all 35 percent off right now 13 t-shirts support the pods you know we need the support that's how we put off all this stuff that we do you know all the stuff that we pay for so make sure you guys are supporting the podcast for jason for hunter i'm phil stifle we'll be back next week thursday night and i will see you all sunday night now because it's a four o'clock game 7 p.m ish 7 30 ish for the eagles aftermath post game show We'll see you then. Everybody have a great night and talk soon. Peace out.